<laughs> I felt like Grievous just then. You know, the movies never explain why Grievous is as cool as he is. Cat <laughs> <laughs> had so many questions. Uh, my girlfriend had so many questions about Grievous last night when we were watching this. We all fucking did. <laughs> she was like, does he feel pain? I was like, I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> does he feel pain? Oh my god, that's hilarious. Welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and today I am joined by two very awesome guests. I am joined by Brent of the Uncultured Opinions Podcast and my good buddy Nate. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Fantastic. <laughs> Happy Star Wars <laughs> Day, everybody. Happy Star Wars Day, guys. Yeah, for real. May the 4th. Yes, may the 4th be with you. Thank you guys for coming on. Today we are doing a kill grade episode for the movie Revenge of the Sith. But before we get things started... Uh, Brent, will you please tell us about uh, your podcast, The The Uncultured Opinions? Uh, Yeah, I come from Uncultured Opinions Podcast. I'm sure if you're a fan of Bruckers, you've probably heard of us a lot. (laughs) But yeah, Uncultured Opinions is a podcast with me, my buddies, Sam and Ethan. We pretty much, it's the opposite of anything Brucker does. Like We are completely unprofessional. We yell, (laughs) we scream a lot. But like we're more laid back. We used to focus on movies now like we are a movies podcast but it's more of like we'll talk about what happened that week or we'll talk about like random topics or honestly sometimes we'll go in with a topic and then we'll just like bullshit for like i don't know (laughs) the entire like hour and then be like okay i guess that's the episode but it turns out really fun so if you like chaos like unprofessional chaos then that's uncultured opinions and then i have uh a gaming podcast called the free to play podcast if anybody likes video games <laughs> awesome yeah i will say something that is very enjoyable about uh, uncultured opinions is that it's definitely just three three friends getting together and just like busting chops the whole time and yeah. that's that's always enjoyable to listen to yeah the amount of times i have to yell at ethan to shut up because he won't stop talking <laughs> over me is like the most fun thing ever <laughs> But I'm not sure people actually realize that we're joking and that we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you, Brent, for coming on. And Nate, uh, for those that listen to the Tales of Halloween episode, Nate was on there and we had a lot of fun. And, and also Nate and I were co-hosts together on this podcast called Film on the Rocks. But I'm really excited to have both my good friend and Brent. This is the first time we're actually meeting each other. We've been talking a bunch mm-hmm. over social media. So it's f- nice to finally sit down and record together. So today, like as I said, we are doing a kill grade episode for Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, and this is to celebrate Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Um, my episodes come out on Tuesday, and so May the 4th happened to fall on a Tuesday this year, so I said, why not? It's my podcast. Um, and, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good mindset. I like it. <laughs> yeah, and for those like super diehard horror fans that hate this idea... Don't worry, I'm still sticking to horror movies. This is just like a special thing, and you don't have to listen to this if you hate it. So I'll see you next week with Freaky. But um, yeah, we're going to have fun grading the kills of Revenge of the Sith. Um, I'm really excited to do this. I will say, just kind of tying this back into the horror podcast elements of this, there is a lot of like horror elements in this. I mean, it's a story about deception, betrayal, the fear of losing loved ones, and there's even body horror in this. So, I mean, there's there's still lots of things to, like, point out about this that is 
horrifying, especially in, when we get to certain scenes. But what before we get going, what's everyone's kind of history and just like general opinions of Revenge of the Sith? Because the prequels definitely get a bad rap. Like there's a lot of controversy, and Star Wars fans are also kind of the worst. But um, I mean, <laughs> I I like every if it's a if it, if Star Wars is slapped like if the the logo of Star Wars is slapped to it, I'm gonna like it. Like even if I do have issues with it or qualms, like I still enjoy it because because at the end of the day, I still find it so entertaining, and that's what a movie needs to do. So mm-hmm. I, I like the prequels. I know that they're not great, but I still have fun with them, and I grew up with them seeing them in movie theaters as a kid. So I have a lot of uh, sentimental value with them. Dude, I totally feel that. I, I am a prequels lover, man. This is probably one of my favorite of the prequels. And mm-hmm. I have such good memories of this one. Like for this one, when this came out, and I think it was like 2005, my mom pulled me and my friends out of school to go see this. So like not only did I get to see the movie <laughs> like the day it came out, but I got to leave school at the same time, and as a middle schooler, I was like, this is fucking awesome. That's like in the lottery. That is it. That's legendary. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, she surprised me, too, man. She, like, got all the notes for my, my friend's moms, and then she just scooped us all out. We're all just, like, walking down the hallway, like, what's going on? <laughs> and my mom's like, surprise. <laughs> I had it, was that best, it was the best thing ever, honestly. <laughs> I had that memory happen with, like, Batman versus Superman when that came out. I remember, like, having so many, so many bets with my friends about who was going to win. And then my dad ended up pulling me out of, like, school to see it. And I'm like, all right, I'll let you guys know who wins. I'm going to win this. And, of course, Batman won, so I won. Nice. Wow, being pulled out of school to go see Batman versus Superman, that's <laughs> that that's a move. That's, that is, that, that is, like, the biggest dad move I think I could think of. Because, like, the thing that Nate's moms did, that's, like, I don't know, that to me, like, makes sense. But, like, being we're going to go see the new Batman movie. Like, we, gotta, we, we can't wait to till saturday we gotta go do it now i love that idea <laughs> don't tell your mom <laughs> that's, what it, that's always the conversation honestly i i agree with nada this is like my favorite of the prequels it's definitely up there in terms of like star wars in general this is like the most quotable movie like ever <laughs> the amount of times i'm able to like quote with ethan or like other friends that final like battle on musafar is like the most legendary thing and i know it's like Definitely one of those things where all, like, people early on the internet hated the prequels, and then now every, like, millennial and, like, Zoomer loves the prequels, but, I mean, it's it's true. The prequels, they're definitely a testament to why George Lucas should not be the sole, like, advisor on Star Wars. Absolutely. But at the same time, they're, like, a blast of movies, and I was telling Brucker that, like, Clone Wars is, that era is the best Star Wars has done. Like, I love the original trilogy, and they're, they're better movies than... The prequels, but I think Clone Wars, that era, is better than, like, the original trilogy era of just terms of story and what happens and, like, just interesting beats, especially the Clone Wars TV show. So, yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. That's kind of my history with it. Yeah, out of the prequels, this is definitely my favorite out of the prequels. Um, It's, I mean, like, it's not my favorite Star Wars movie, but, like, it's up there and. It, it, it's like one of my favorites i think i have this really weird tradition i always watch this movie on christmas eve i have no idea why but it's just become part of my like christmas tradition is to watch revenge of the sith christmas eve night don't know That's why awesome but um well these movies used to come out in like december right yeah, at least like the, that yeah. the sequel trilogy the the, the sequel trilogy did yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's what kind of made me get into it because when the force awakens came out i was 
I've already seen it like three or four times in theaters. So I was like, oh, I just want like want to watch some Star Wars. I just like pop on the most tragic one of all of them and <laughs> just watch that <laughs> Christmas Eve night. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I saw this like probably three or four times in theaters because I was, I think I was in the fifth grade when this movie came out in two thousand five. Yeah, so I was just you know it was just really fun and also just so tragic for a kid because this something I would say that this movie does is that it's really good at at least for like a kid I don't know about like adults but like it it makes you like super invested in the character of Anakin like early on and like the broship between him and Obi-Wan and you're kind of just like rooting for them so much and it you there's there's so much emotion behind this and you really feel it when the movie turns and you see your characters doing things that they shouldn't be doing, and it, it really makes you feel for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely one of those things watching Clone Wars now where it's like, these characters are so good. I don't want to see Anakin, like, do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just rough, man. So it, 100%. Like, I love the character of Anakin and Obi-Wan, and it is a tragedy. Like, I didn't see this movie early as a kid, but if I did, I I think it would have messed me up for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I speak to something that Brent said real quick before yeah, we move please. on? Is that you were talking about the Clone Wars and how that that cartoon is just is just so great and that this era mm. is so great. And I would totally agree with that uh, because it really does add context to Episode 3. And it really adds depth to a lot of characters that are pretty much like throwaways in this movie. And after watching the whole Clone Wars series and... And after reading like the comic books aligned with that same era, era, uh, this movie just gets better and better each and every time, and it's insane. So every time you see those deaths, it's just like, damn, I really connected with that dude. I know we've only seen him on screen a couple times, but I read some comics about him. I've seen some episodes about him, and that like that's like a deep cut. So yeah, hundred percent. That's like it definitely heightens your experience if you've seen Clone Wars, like you said, like read comics and stuff like that. Especially like Plo Koon. Like, he dies in, like, a spaceship or something, but that hits hard for me because Plo Koon was awesome in Clone Wars. Like, he cared about his clones, like, to, much, uh, to the point where they were family to him and stuff like that, and he was just a really cool dude. So, 100%, like, if you like the prequels, Clone Wars is a very slow burn across, like, three movies, but it adds in great characters that you don't see, like, Ahsoka and stuff like that. Great relationship. You see Anakin, like, mentor somebody during all these, like, events and that makes it even harder when Ahsoka sees Anakin turn and stuff like that. It's just, it's great. Mm-hmm. Watch Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, like Brent, what you were saying earlier about George Lucas, I feel like he's, he's such like a good like world builder, but he shouldn't be like in charge of like writing dialogue or uh, like, like very like nitty gritty things like that. So like, I, I, I see him as like, you know, just an incredible world builder, but like he, he should not be surrounded by yes men. Um, <laughs> yeah, like even my favorite Star Wars movie, like Empire Strikes Back, that wasn't even directed by Lucas. So. Right. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing too is that when when we get to the Phantom Menace, that's only his third movie for him to direct. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, this is I, I like this movie a lot, and I'm glad that you, we're all on the same page because Star Wars fans could really argue over petty things, I think. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're all on the same page of enjoying this movie. Yeah, I'm in the state of mind where it's like, of course, you can critique things that don't work, but I like Star Wars. At the end of the day, if you give me a story I feel like is a cool Star Wars story, I'm going to like it. I'm like, to quote 
a YouTuber I like, Star Wars is a dumb space wizard movie for kids. Like, <laughs> of course, there is, like, important elements that, like, adults and stuff will understand. But it's just a fun, like, space movie. You know, like, I'm not going to take it too seriously. I love Rise of Skywalker so much, and everyone hates that movie. So it's just one of those things. Put Star Wars in front of me. There's a chance I might not like it, but I'm 100% probably going to like it. <laughs> I love that mindset. That's so good. Um, <laughs> so how today is going to go, we will be going through each death kill by kill, and we will be grading them on three categories, shock, method, and style points. Each can receive up to five points each, giving a total potential grade of 15 points uh, that they can earn. And we'll kind of go through each kill, let let y'all know what our grade is and then kind of just have a general discussion about it it's gonna be a lot of fun um y'all ready to get started let's do it yeah all right spoilers ahead for revenge of the sith be sure to watch that before listening to this all right let's go ahead and grade some kills we open up on an amazing cold open to a star wars movie Obi-Wan and Anakin are flying through this glorious space battle scene above Coruscant. They fend off some buzz droids and make it to General Grievous's ship to rescue Chancellor Palpatine. Once they find Palpatine, they are greeted by the Sith Lord, Count Dooku, and immediately engage in lightsaber combat. With Obi-Wan incapacitated, Anakin fends off Dooku and cuts off both of his hands, bringing him to his knees with his head in between the Jedi and Sith blades. After some hesitation, Anakin decapitates Count Dooku. The death of Dooku by decapitation with two lightsabers. Um, let's go, Brent, Nate, me. Uh, what? How many points did you give this total? Um, I think the shock of it's definitely a five. Like I think at that point, like Anakin, you've seen Anakin get like ticked off like a little bit, but mm-hmm. you haven't really seen him do too many like deplorable acts. So at th- at that point, it's one of those like he just he just decapitated that guy, <laughs> and like Obi Wan still like just like cool with him, you know. So it's one of those things that it, it definitely shocked me the first time. And then I method style, honestly, I want to give five to all of them. I think that <laughs> perfect like, fifteen. <laughs> like uh, this isn't gonna be like this is only probably gonna be the only perfect fifteen. But at the same time. When I first watched this movie, before I watched it again recently, that was the one I remembered. Out of, like, the whole movie or the whole, like, trilogy, whatever, that is the one kill when you said we're kill grading Revenge of the Sith. That is the one I remember. Mm. I'm going to actually give that narration of yours a 15 out of 15 because that was... <laughs> I, was not ex- I wasn't prepared for that, <laughs> to be honest. Thank you started you. talking and I was like, oh, okay, okay. You're getting kills, man. Um... Total score, 14 out of 15. Great kill. Nice. Yeah, I, I gave this uh, 12 out of 15. Uh, this really only lost points. It's not really like losing points, but like, so my breakdown was that I gave it three points for shock, and that's that was the lowest. Um, just because like, I just had, a, I just kind of knew that Dooku was going to die. So I like, wasn't that surprised he died here, but it was still shocking that it was this early on. So like, I gave it three out of five points for shock method i gave it a four i just love the just it, yeah sure is a decapitation and that like kind of i feel like that happens a lot in star wars but it was just kind of like the, the scissoring method of the two lightsabers like that's pretty rad uh so i gave it like four out of five points for that and 
so many style points. I gave it five points for style because this scene does such a good job with visual storytelling and foreshadowing. It's Anakin holding both a Jedi and Sith lightsaber and they cross like just visually telling you about the internal struggle he's having. Obi-Wan is out of the picture and with Obi-Wan out of the picture, Palpatine is able to persuade him to go against his Jedi teachings and killed his unarmed person. And it's just foreshadowing about like what is going to happen in this movie. And it's just like the visual storytelling in this is just so good with those two blades crossing with each other and Anakin being in the middle of it. It's I just love it. It's so good. See, I'm a little bit shocked that you had your shock rating so low because um, I had mine as a five mainly because Dooku was such a big name, right? Mm-hmm. In this in this whole movie, and he's like set up to be the big bad in Episode Two. That I thought we're gonna get a little bit more of him in Episode Three. But for him to die like so early and be such like a big character in this franchise, I was just like completely floored. I gave that a five. Um, method, I totally agree with you. Like with the swords crossing, uh, that was my four. And then the five with the style, getting killed with your own lightsaber, <laughs> nuts, absolutely nuts. Yeah, I mean it, it's a really good kill. I think, like I said, I just kind of knew that he was going to die in this. I think I was more more shocked that just how early it happened, um, especially just an awesome character actor like that, like Christopher Lee. I mean, he's a a legend. So, you know, I was again, kind of surprised that they killed him off early, but I wasn't surprised that the character was killed off. That makes sense. So that's kind of like where I was at, but method and style points were way up there. So, like I said, I, I agree that the shock should have been way higher. Obi-Wan has found General Grievous hiding out in the Utapah system. Obi-Wan confronts Grievous with maybe the most popular meme of this movie. Hello there. They duel it out, Grievous wielding all four of his arms with a lightsaber. Obi-Wan is able to cut off two of his hands when the clone army comes in to start to kill off the droid army. Obi-Wan in Grievous' fight takes them to a landing pad. At this point, Obi-Wan is unarmed. After some melee fighting, Obi-Wan is able to tear open Grievous' chest cavity and shoot him multiple times in the heart, all while dangling from a ledge. Alright, so we got a very visual awesome kill here with General Grievous. Um, Let's go around the horn. How many total points did everybody give this? I I gave it a 9. I think perfect 3s across the board. Nice. I gave it a 10, actually. A little step up, I feel like. I, I, I gave this an 8. I like this kill. It, it mostly lost points with shock. I just wasn't really surprised with the death of Grievous, mostly because to me, this was like the first time I was introduced to this character, and I knew he wasn't in the original trilogy when I first saw this. So I was like, okay, he's probably not going to make it out of this movie. So I just wasn't that surprised. But for method and style points, I gave them each three and a half points because I just like that he was being shot in the heart and then like he like burns alive which is just really cool and there's lots of style points with the fire bursting through his eye holes and this is all happening while obi-wan is dangling from a ledge and he just like shoots him while holding on for dear life i think it's just super awesome yeah i agree that the shock i gave him all threes but the shock definitely is not the biggest part of this whole thing it it's shock enough to be like Oh, it, it killed him. But it is one of those, I'm not like, holy crap, they just killed Dooku. Like, <laughs> Anakin just decapitated him. Oh, my God. Like, it's still like, Obi-Wan just killed a guy. But 
I think where it really does shine is the method and the the style. Like, mm-hmm. I like shooting him, like, in his heart, like, to the point where he died. I think style is where it really comes out, where you see, like, the flames coming out of his eyes and stuff like that, and he just explodes. Mm-hmm. I, that That's awesome. And it's also, like, the audio of, like, his weird, like, he has, he's, like, kind of gurgling with it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Grievous has a weird voice, so, like, it's it's all great, yeah. Nothing like some gurgling. <laughs> my my whole thought with the whole shock process is I tried to think of it in the context of the movie because pretty much with the exception of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda, I feel like everybody is on the is on the board for mm. being killed off. You know what I mean? Everyone's fair game. So I tried not to view it from the standpoint of uh well I know they're gonna die, so I wasn't surprised. But I would say like shock in terms of how it happened. Um That's fine. So that so that's where I gave it a three. It was very in the middle, um, you know, mm-hmm. method two, just a little shot to the heart, but the style points five, because nice. like y'all both said, man, like the flames coming out, like that was insane. Mm-hmm. And then the gurgling and just him, him hanging from the ledge. It was just, it was nice. I feel like I should give this more style points because it also finishes with Obi-Wan saying that line so uncivilized, which is just like going right back to a new hope where he talks about how like lightsabers were like, oh like a weapon for like a more civilized aged or something like that. So it, I love that like kind of connection there too, right after he kills him with a blaster. That was such like a diss too. Like that's, I feel like that was the halo equivalent of like teabagging your opponent. After <laughs> you know what I mean? After Anakin is told by Palpatine that he is the Sith Lord, Anakin goes to Mace Windu to have him arrested. Windu and three other Jedi Masters go to arrest Palpatine. Windu tells him that the Senate will decide his fate. I am the Senate. Not yet, Windu replies. It's treason then. Palpatine then whirls himself across the room through the air and easily slays three of the Master Jedi in the order of Agent Kalor, Sassian Tin, and Kit Fisto. Oh boy, okay, so we got three really quick kills off the bat here by Palpatine. Um, how, was just, I guess we'll kind of just like grade this room as a whole because they're all so similar. So how many points did everybody give this? I gave it a five. I get that. Oh, I got a 10. 10? Wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, 10, yeah, hold on. Okay. Yeah, we, we got to talk about this. What I gave this a right? four. <laughs> get the fuck out. Okay. Okay, so Nate, right. you're the highest I'm, on this. Please explain I'm, us. Yeah, I'm going to take the floor for this one. Hold on. So... <laughs> <laughs> within the context of the book right i know this is the movie i know this is the movie grading but i i was very influenced by like the text and the video games and all that stuff in this scene it looks like he just kind of like does a little spin a little fancy spin just stabs a guy super uh simple kill but in the context of the book he's moving at like extreme speeds that these guys who are jedi masters can't even can't even fathom right they can't even put their saber up to defend themselves. Like Kit Fisto lasted the longest only because he had time to pull up his lightsaber before the other two guys got killed. So like with that in mind, my shock was a four because it was just like, these guys just did not know what the fuck was coming. They had no idea what they're up against. They were like, dude, it's four against one. We're about to murk this dude. Did not happen at all. Like the scales tipped immediately in that whole fight. Um, <laughs> method three. I mean, you gave him a... <laughs> He did a twirl, man. What more do you he want? He did a twirl. 
I don't know why you guys are being so stingy with this. Like, you get a freaking twirl. I guess that's more style points, right? Uh, Everyone so do it. Three method, three style. He did a freaking twirl. It, that's it. It was incredible. I almost gave this five for shock just because I was, but in like a bad sense of like, I was shocked at how easily they died uh, kind of thing. But I went ahead and just went with a three just because I was like, I, I thought this was going to be like a big 4v1 duel we're about to get. Like the Jedi are on a power play here. Like I thought it was going to be just like really easy. And like, I don't know. I was expecting like a bigger scene with this. Um and like method and style, I gave it zero style points and only one for method. I get the fuck out. I just wasn't, <laughs> I just wasn't impressed. Uh, Brent, what about you? Yeah, I gave it a two for shock, a one for method, and two for style. I agree with Nate that it is one of those things where like, oh my god, Palpatine like just wrecked these guys like easily. Like I do agree that it is cool that Palpatine just took him out effortlessly. But at the same time, I think I'm. I think I'm ranking these is in terms of, well, somewhat in terms of memorability. Like, this is not something I really remember or am going to remember. That's good he, and he just, like, it wasn't, like, there was one for method because he just sliced them. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. really, like, do anything. And then two for style because, yeah, he did the twirl. And then, like, was, like, like you said, was going around at, like, light speed. But I think that's still generous like not the only thing at the end like the lightning which i don't even think is what we're ranking that was like the only like really cool thing in the entire uh the entire fight other than that it was oh i sliced you with my lightsaber like it is cool that he just wrecked all these jedis but they should be trained for this you know yeah i'm pretty much in the same line as you brent but did because I didn't like watch the Clone Wars was did this care did this scene carry more weight with kind of like being a little bit more invested in these characters like were they like big characters in the show I say Kit Fisto was a little bit bigger um they gave him a lot more uh spots in the Clone Wars series just to shine a little bit but for the other two guys they're I feel like they kind of look similar and they just kind of blend in to the background um mm-hmm. so not really so yes and no yes and no yeah, I echo the same thing. Kit Fisto is the only one I remember, but I haven't gotten to this part in Clone Wars yet, so I don't know if the scene was that cool or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine and Mace Windu are in an intense and heated duel. Palpatine does some wild flips and they end up next to this giant window as their lightsabers shatter it. Windu begins to take the upper hand as he kicks Palpatine to the floor and his lightsaber out of his hand. He corners him as Anakin enters the room. While deflecting the Sith force lightning, Windu is telling Anakin that Palpatine is too dangerous to be kept alive. After pleading for his life and for a fair trial, Anakin sees that he has no choice but to cut Windu's lightsaber wielding arm off, allowing Palpatine to use his unlimited power to hit him with force lightning and then force push him into the depths of Coruscant. Anakin is left with immediate guilt and regret as he exclaims, what have I done? 
this to me is a really big scene in the movie. So, uh, where how many points did we give Mace Windu's death here? I gave it a ten. This scene is awesome. I love this scene. No justice. Thirteen out of fifteen. <laughs> oh, Nate, I give it thirteen as well. Let's go. Great minds think alike. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Brent, where uh, just kind of walk us through your breakdown for this. I gave it a three for shock. It. I wasn't too shocked that Mace Windu died more of just how Mm -hmm. i think i love the scene more for the method i think of him shooting mace windu's like lightsaber and it getting like reflected back on him and him getting like electrocuted the entire time is awesome yeah i love that so much and then i think that reflects to a three with the style like it wasn't like the coolest shot ever but it was really cool so i think that was kind of my thinking with it like i wasn't too shocked that Mace Windu died or anything, or how he died, because he kind of just got cut and then thrown out a window. But it's the lightning getting reflected at Palpatine and him still, like, murking him, I think was the coolest part of the scene. <laughs> I think, like, I know, like, we've kind of talked about how we don't expect too many characters to really be leaving this movie going into it. But for some reason, I was always surprised with Windu dying, just because he always seemed like such a badass. And he killed mm. uh, Jango Fett in the previous movie so like you just know that he's he's just hard as fuck like he's just you know he's a stud and i was i don't know why i was just always surprised that he died here i mean i gave shock four um because again i wasn't there was like a little bit of room for him to be expected to die but not too much for me um so i gave it four for shock i gave it four for method because of everything you said uh brent it was so cool just because it's he kind of got like double teamed you know anakin cuts off his arm and then we get like that awesome force lightning that we've only seen so far in uh well we see dooku do it but we've only seen so far by palpatine in return of the jedi so it was just so cool to like kind of see that callback and he gets just blasted across coruscant um so i gave it five points for style too because there's so much emotion behind all of this with anakin and palpatine and like it's just, it's just definitely like, if this scene went one way, the movie would have, would have been completely different. So, yeah, that's kind of my breakdown. Shock 4, Method 4, Style 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually gave Method and Style 5s for the exact same reasons you just said, Brucker. Uh, but my shock was a 3 because it was more a sense of, yes, we, we knew he was going to die. And we knew that Mace Windu was pretty much like number 2 in terms of top Jedis, right? compared to Yoda and the rest of the guys. So it was like, it was, I wasn't super satisfied with how he died. However, if the number two guy is going to die, it at least has to be at the hands of like the most powerful Sith, right? Mm -hmm. And And, the chosen one. And now his, yeah. And the chosen one. So I was like, you know what? I'll give them that. So that's where, that's where they kind of gain back points for me. And that's where it was just like an even three. You know, I've never thought about that, about how like the, the heaviness of like the, t- the two people that he's fighting in this scene, you know, Anakin mm-hmm. is supposed to be the chosen one and Palpatine who's like the most powerful Sith ever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've never thought about that. That's really about how it took both of them to kill him off. Cause do y'all think that he, so I've heard me and my friends have kind of debated this before. Do you all think that Palpatine started to go easy because he kind of faked this, like kind of like gaslight Anakin even more with how corrupt the Jedi are, or do you all think that like Windu was really actually about to like win this duel? Hmm. I think bef- until Anakin showed up, 
I felt like it was more of an even match between Windu and Palpatine. But the second Anakin showed up, I felt like it was all, like you said, gaslighting uh, yeah. for Palpatine just to kind of like turn Anakin a little more. It was it was just an opportunity just kind of handed to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. wasn't planned. I felt like that fight would have gone on a little bit longer, but Anakin just made it that much easier. 100%. It was definitely like, I think Mace Windu could have won on a different day maybe, but it was 100% one of those things like, this is how I get Anakin to turn over to me. This is how I get him to submit. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely felt like this was like the final nail in the coffin because mm-hmm. like Anakin is trying to like at least just like get him arrested and just like keep him alive to like maybe like I don't know talk to him in jail or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is the final straw where he just goes fuck it. I I have to cross over the line now, and I, I love that. Yeah, I well, love since it. Too. I love that line at the end of like, "What have I done?" It's so good. There's so much emotion in this scene and in this kill. It's it's so good. I love it. Now to move on to kills I don't love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a little messy. So uh, we're going to what I call the 66ers with Mace Windu being dead and Anakin now newly appointed as the Sith Lord Darth Vader. Palpatine is ready to execute Order 66. The clone troopers begin to turn on their Jedi counterparts all across the galaxy. Uh, Nate, can you help me out here with these? Uh, with these the names? Yes, with these names. <laughs> do, you want, do you want all the names or? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's go through. Let's go through. Okay. So, so we got Kiati Mundi, Ayla Sakura, Plo Koon, and Stas Ali. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I would butcher all of those names. <laughs> So uh, they are shot to death, shot to death, shot down while flying over a city, and then Stas Alley is shot to death but by speeder bikes. So just some variety in this. Mm-hmm. So let's just kind of go around the room and talk about how we kind of like break these down. <laughs> I I rank them all the same. Like no one st- like stuck out to me mm-hmm. to where it would get a higher ranking so i think all of these if i was to give my ranking now i think all of these would get a nine but if uh, i'll say something else in a minute <laughs> <laughs> so for the ones that i was invested in i was actually pretty disappointed in how they died uh, i ranked them all separately i felt like every person had just like a different level of level of severity to their death um so kiati mundia had nine ayla sakura had seven Plo Koon was a five, and that was disappointing. But okay. Stas Ali was a twelve. Um, Whoa! Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's we can talk about that. But Brucker, would you? How'd you rate this scene, and what'd you feel? I did what Brent did, and kind of just like average this as like one. So I gave them all nine and a half points. So I'm I'm, I'm like kind of shocked that I, on average, rated some of these higher than you did, Nate. But um. Uh, and that's fine. We're all out have our opinions, but uh, we don't have to get into like each individual person. I felt like Kiati Mundi, he put up a good fight, um, but that was like very middle of the pack. Ayla Sakura, she, that was just like an absolutely brutal kill. Uh, it was an overkill at that at that point because I mean she really <laughs> just got shot, she fainted or she fell down. The- but then like the additional scene of them just like piling on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just mutilation at that point, and I, it was it was a bit excessive. Mm-hmm. Koon was super disappointing. Homeboy, I mean, he just got his wing shot, and then he just kind of fluttered into a building. Don't remind and me. And for the character <laughs> that he was in Clone Wars, that was absolutely no justice uh, given mm-hmm. to him. 
But Sasa Lee, where I had her as a 12, um, I thought that was the most shocking of all of them. And I, and I have no investment in her character whatsoever. Um, she is given almost no spotlight in the Clone Wars, almost no spotlight in any comics. But Shock 5, Style 5, Swoop Bike, Death, getting shot down Swoop with a Swoop Bike. <laughs> Speeder Bike, whatever. Um, her body is flung from the bike and the bike like ricochets off one pillar and her body like flails off another pillar. And then they both just come tumbling down and rolling into the ground. And I mm. just thought that was just like, Whoa, that was super excessive. Um, especially given the fact that she doesn't really mean anything to anybody. And he was just like, why did she get just completely pummeled that way? And that's, mm. that's where the 12 came in. Cause I was just like, Whoa. I, for shock, I gave all these three and a half uh, just because I was just, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how the Jedi would be wiped out. And so this was just like a really big surprise to me, especially when, like, when I was a kid and I watched it. It was like, oh my God, like they made their, you know, their friends, their, you know, like their brothers in, in war, the, the clone wars turn, the, or the clone troopers turn on them and kill them. That to me was just like, oh my God, that is shocking and just horrifying too. This is also where I feel like a lot of horror comes into this movie because it's, you know, it's a betrayal of trust, and that is very scary. And, yeah, so I gave it, like, three, uh, three and a half points out of five just because that is so shocking. Style points, uh, three and a half as well because the music is so great during this. Like, John Williams knocks it out of the park. This is actually, mm-hmm. I think, my favorite Star Wars soundtrack, to be honest. Um, it's so good. It's so great, and it's so emotional. It's, mm-hmm. it's so good, especially, like, when... Um, uh, uh, Elia Secura, I'm gonna, I'm butcher that name. Sorry. Uh, the 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 second Jedi that dies on Felucia, uh, which is a very pretty planet, and is just like these mix of things because she's on like this very lush planet surrounded by life, but she is just, as you said, being overkilled, um, and it's just it. So like I, I gave it like style there too because of like all like the music and tone and emotions that we're like we're setting up here. Um, for methods, I kind of just like average them like two and a half points each just because, I mean, like they kind of like, it, it kind of sucks to see Jedi just being shot and like, that's how they died. Just being like mm-hmm. hit with a blaster. So that's kind of like where I'm at on it. Okay. Fair. I, I agree with Brucker 100% with the shock. I think it is horror movie. Like, like I think I gave it a five. The shock is five for like all, all of them. But if I could give a perfect 15 for shock alone i would. <laughs> I think every time i get to order 66 i don't want it to happen i don't like order 66 like in terms of like in universe like it's so like it is horror like it's one of those things where the clones are so cool like the clones even in clone wars or even just in these movies are cool people like in clone wars you have like rex and all of them that are just like they do seem like they want to help like the republic and they are cool people and then you get to order 66 and they have to turn on everybody it's it sucks man like it is one of those things where i hate seeing all these jedi like die to the people they trusted it's it's rough man Mm -hmm. as for like the kills though i I gave them both two like they weren't anything that really stuck out to me i will agree with nate that the speeder bike one that one was a little bit rough but like most of them were like getting shot in the back or like my boy plo coon dying because they shot his ship Uh like so other than that like shock alone yeah these propel really high but in terms of like the kill 
not too high for me. Not shock. Style and method are both two for me. They just don't really stand out all too well besides the speeder bike. The most of them getting shot in the back or stuff like that. It n- nothing much that stands out. Yeah, that's kind of like where like the half point came in for me for the two and a half because with Plo Koon and the speeder bike, like them being shot down, it's like, all right, that's like a little bit of variety. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, I would have wanted to see like a little, a little bit more variety than just being pew <laughs> in the back. I'll, I'll oh, say the severity God. of like everyone turning around and just suddenly sh- shooting them in the back, like that hits. Yeah. That hits really hard. But if you're ranking like how hard of a kill that is to like do, or, like, the style of it, it's pretty low. But I think mm-hmm. that goes into shock of everyone just, like, walking, letting someone go forward, and then just turning and shooting. Like, that that hits when you think about it that way. I completely agree. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you also, I mean, you also got to consider, in, like, for the shock part of it, is that, like, Jedi have that, like, foresight, right? They can sense danger before it comes. And you would think that a lot of them would actually, like, anticipate this kind of happening but it really goes to show how much they trusted their clone troopers that they were with to the mm. point where they wouldn't even consider them as a threat at this point. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you guys pretty much already said that. I just mm. <laughs> was repeating <laughs> it, but it just adds to the severity of the whole situation, you know? Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. Like if you watch Clone Wars, like the clones are family to most of the Jedi. So that, that hits hard. While stationed on Kashyyyk, an assassination attempt happens on Yoda as two clone troopers try to shoot him from behind. Yoda, being the wise, powerful Jedi Master that he is, senses this and does a backflip as he performs a double decapitation on the troopers. Fucking awesome. I, that's what I wrote down. I, I love this. Uh, what did everyone think of this? If you guys didn't give uh, this a 5 for style... You're insane. So yeah, uh, Brent, you go 100%, ahead. 100%, 100%, With that in mind, Brent, a... give us your rating. <laughs> oh, five, I guess. No, but 100%, I gave it a 10. It was two, three, five. The, the style is what makes this kill. Everything else, it's like, okay, you could say it's shocking that Yoda killed some people, but it's 100% the style makes this kill for me. I, had a, I gave it an 8 out of 15. What? And... <laughs> hold on <laughs> it, there's there's two ratings for this an 8 out of 15 and then an 11 out of 15 so an 11 out of 15 oh my god i got i got, need like a calculator for your for your ranking <laughs> <laughs> all right go on the 11 out of 15 is the ranking from the wookie in that scene um <laughs> because <laughs> that dude was shocked man that was a five for him he had he was like what the hell is happening the right fuck now? did they do man he likes he literally screamed he was like oh. <laughs> um but for the yoda ranking for my ranking uh i gave it an eight out of 15 because two when i just when we saw like we heard the little clone noises and we saw Yoda's eyes, I was like, "Oh, it's about to go down," and so I, I knew it was coming. Right, I wasn't super shocked. It was a two. Method was a one because it's decapitation. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. Okay. I was staying. I'm trying to stay consistent with. Well, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> but but <laughs> there are no five rules. for st- five for style because of that freaking backflip, and then he just like holsters his. 
his uh his lightsaber and then just like Kane walks away like a freaking <laughs> champion. That was insane. I, I think maybe I'll I'll take my method down from a three to like a two. I agree. No, decapitate. No, decapitation the is. One of the... <laughs> it's like I want I want to give it a three for method, but the same because it is cool. But also is like he just cut the heads off of those guys, so I think my my total's a nine. Oh man, my total's a thirteen for this. I I ranked this really high, so shock. I gave it a four, not because I was surprised that they were going to die, but I was I was like that Wookiee, like Nate, just I was like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> and um, hey, oh man, tiny man killed those guys <laughs> <laughs> on sight, on sight. They didn't even say anything to them. <laughs> And I, like, in Method, I gave it five because, like, because it was a backflip double decapitation. Think about the coordination for that. Like, he, mm. he, he did a double, a double, like, I don't know why, I, like, I have to, like, emphasize this. Two heads were topped off in one backflip. Like, that was, that's amazing. By, like, a no, little we, short dude. We that's your method? That's your side. method rating? Five, yeah. In style oh. points, I gave it four because awesome double. I thought that was... I thought that was style you were ranking. I was like, I agree with you. But for method, I, I don't know. I don't know about a five. Because the and method is a backflip decapitation. Is how I'm like curving this. I feel like the backflip <laughs> is more the style. Dude, method and style were getting me so messed up for this whole ranking. It's so system. subjective. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'm, I'll respect your rating because that was a badass kill. And also, I just want to show some appreciation to how fucking rad the, like, the green camo looks with the with the clone oh. troopers and like the green visors yeah. it's every time mm-hmm. i see it i'm just like god that's so badass yeah <laughs> that's the skin i would use in battlefront 2 absolutely it, it just looked amazing hey, you guys want to talk about that for 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> not even sarcasm not even hypothetically i want to talk about that for 30 minutes oh uh, yeah down. but yeah no i i, I like i I I'm surprised with how many points I gave this, but like every time I see it, I'm like, God, that's rad. Just it's great. (laughs) Darth Vader has made his way through the Jedi temple, murdering his once a Jedi brothers and sisters. He has made it to a room where Jedi younglings are sheltering. They ask Master Skywalker what they are going to do. The scene ends with Darth Vader igniting his lightsaber as the youngling jumps back in horror and surprise. We later see Vader fighting the younglings on a hologram, confirming the worst. The younglings at the Jedi Temple, death by Darth Vader. Um, where, where are we at on this? This is where I said I think I'm just going to give it a 5 for shock. But thinking about it, I think maybe a 7. I think 2 for method is... Just because, like, I think just cutting to black after the lightsaber igniting was just so, like, dark, haunting, and just, I, is it must mess up to say cool? No, <laughs> like, it's not. It's <laughs> I mean, definitely it is, but like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, like, just dark and haunting. I guess cool. I just repeated it. To see, like, just the lightsaber ignite and it just cuts to black, I think that was a really, like, nice choice because it's a messed up kill 100 so i don't want to give it any style or anything <laughs> but it's a cool shot yeah. you know just maybe not a cool kill because it's younglings but it's a really cool shot um i gave it an eight hold on let me pull up my rankings why 
I, I felt like this one was all shock for me. Um, I get just getting, I guess, getting into the specifics. Uh, one for method because it was just simple kills. Two for style, mainly because in the recordings, homie just muscled these dudes. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. It wasn't even a contest. It's like that SNL skit with Peyton Manning. Where they're just like throwing piss missiles to little kids. Exactly. Yeah. I. That's a good one to go to. I went to the Billy Madison, oh. uh, <laughs> where he's doing dodgeball with the kids. Um, but two for style, mainly because he did like a little spin because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a little extra in on this one," and yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. This is a fucked up scene, so. guys. I'm about to be judged so fucking hard. I gave this 12 points. Um, what? <laughs> so, shock is five. Maxed out shock, because I think we've already talked about that. Method, mm-hmm. I only gave it two points for method, because uh, it's, like, all off screen. I, I would have liked to have... five for style? Hold I on. gave it five for style, because <laughs> because it's so... Okay, okay, well, well think, think about it here for a second, okay? So, I gave it five for style, because one... I think it's like a good thing they didn't like show this. It kind of left us to the imagination, which is way, which is also just like horrifying. Think because now you're yeah. imagining what happened. There's a, I gave it a lot of style too because of like the hard cut. His lightsaber ignites, and we see that little kid jump back. Like you see the horror in him. So like that was like I was like oh wow like like they because they could have just not had that. They could the kid just stand still, and like mm-hmm. we we the audience still would have gotten the same like message was about to happen but with the kid jumping back it's like oh wow like you see the fear in these kids and that's like that like really scares you and like it's a hard cut to like other stuff so like that's why i gave it style points there it's like how it was edited around that okay Okay. it's method like it's all off screen except for like the force hologram uh i this is kind of messed up i would have liked to see some like force stuff like him like throwing a kid across a room or like force choking someone <laughs> or lightning or something but yeah i'm, I'm going to shut yeah. up before i get like judged super hard for being a serial yeah, killer can I, like, <laughs> can I take this clip and like put it to authorities or something <laughs> fbi this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy he wanted to see darth vader kill those kids all right <laughs> there's a special place in jail for you <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but yeah yeah so I, I also just remember just being so shocked with this in the theaters uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was i was not expecting it uh and honestly like they could have probably left this out right like yeah didn't need it didn't want it but we got it yeah so and it's it's also just like a super dark thing that we've haven't really seen before in star wars so yikes I have a feeling somebody was watching this. It was like, I don't know why this is PG-13. And then when they got here, they went, oh, that's why. Uh, <laughs> ah, ah, I see. <laughs> Bail Organa has come to the Jedi Temple to see what is going on. He is approached by turned clone troopers as they tell him to leave. A Jedi Padawan... Jukasa emerges, trying to escape the onslaught. He manages to kill off a few clone troopers, but is ultimately shot to death by Clone Sergeant Fox as Bale watches in horror. Um, this one, this kill kind of like really came out of nowhere. I wonder if this was like someone's 
kid like on the production crew or something <laughs> wasn't it george lucas's kid i i had that thought in the back of my brain but i couldn't tell if that, that was like a false memory or not that i've heard that mm. before <laughs> i feel like i've heard it in like some like extra credit scene or something yeah but i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna live by that as fact because that is totally in my head as well I really don't know how to rank this one, to be honest. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm gonna rank it the same thing. I'm spoilers. I'm gonna rank the next one. I think probably just a five. Like shock alone is a five. Other than that, like I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cut and dry. I mean, yeah, there's not too much to say about it. Uh, I think so. By this time in the movie, I'm already numb. And I'm like hurt emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> and so when this happened, I wasn't like super shocked. But the only reason I gave it a two for the shock, because my total score was eight. The only reason I gave it a two for shock was um, I thought we were going to get at least some Jedi surviving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here we go. Like this kid's probably going to have like some like spinoff at some point. <laughs> and this was before disney it. bought it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this is before disney bought it and then they just lit him up and i was like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> but i gave him a five he had a one for method because i mean they just shot him but a, a five for style because like this dude put up a fight man like there were some masters who just really just took it and dropped like a sack of potatoes and this kid was like <laughs> he took out guys with him he was doing flips he was dancing around i thought he was gonna make it to the ship um and then he didn't but yeah, good for him. That was something I wrote down. Wrote down as well for style points. I said the guy went out like a champ. So, <laughs> <laughs> did with like five years of training, like you really put up a fight. So, <laughs> yeah, I I'm kind of like in line uh, with with you two. I gave it six and a half points. Um, shock two and a half. It was mostly just like, whoa, where did this dude come from? Like, I honestly don't know like where he came from to like enter the scene. Um, <laughs> method one. I mean kind of everything we've been seeing before so like he got shot i don't know and then style points like i said three because the dude went out like a champ so jucasa he has that's a cool name too that would have been a cool <laughs> spinoff yeah is that jucasa yeah that's a cool name but hey that's a, vi- that's a video game name <laughs> we didn't know cal Kestis was out there somewhere true mm-hmm. true yeah so that was the when when i saw the cal because like I revisit this movie after like years of not seeing it, and I read the the the, the Cal Kessis comics, I was like, oh, is this dude Cal? And then he got <laughs> shot. I was like, oh no, I guess not. I guess Different my memories timeline. my memories serve that. I'm in the darkest timeline of <laughs> of this dude's life. All right, next, let's go ahead and do this honorable mention. We kind of talked about this before we recorded, but we wanted to go ahead and just mention these uh, Obi Wan and Yoda have come to the Jedi temple to investigate what's going on. And they are just having an onslaught of just killing clones in front of the temple. Um, I will say there is a really neat kill of Yoda throwing his lightsaber into the chest of a clone trooper. And then he like jumps off his chest. That was like the coolest part of this. I, Mm-hmm. I like this. Just cool honorable mention. And he wrote he rode his body down like a freaking <laughs> surfboard on a wave <laughs> as he pulled his lightsaber out. I was like, that was the most extra shit, but nobody could have done that except for Yoda because he's teeny. Because <laughs> he's teeny. <laughs> yeah, we're not ranking it, but I would have gave style and method method perfect fives mm-hmm. that whole scene yeah, I, is just awesome i wrote five and then my note next to it was swag 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, just so yeah, fun, fun honorable mention. Did did Obi Wan do anything cool with this? Like, I don't remember anything sticking out about him. I just know he did that, a couple pirouettes. That was about it. Yeah, this is like the yeah. point in the movie where like he's now going like old Ben Kenobi. And he has like his hood up as he's fighting. So mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> it's always like a cool skin to get in like the video games. <laughs> Dude, I remember grinding so hard to get the Clone Wars, Anakin, and Star Wars Battlefront too. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went ahead and bit the bullet and paid for the like that like deluxe thing where like you kind of just like got like all the DLC stuff as soon as it came out. <laughs> I need to do that. I really should. It's worth it. You still have to like upgrade the cards and stuff. Sorry, we're taking a video game oh. side tangent. But yeah, yeah, you still have to like upgrade the cards and stuff. But yeah, oh. Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the next gen consoles. It's it's a lot yeah. of fun. Great game, dude. Really? Yeah. With all the updates, it is. All right. Uh, all right. Moving on back to this movie. Uh <laughs> after slaying the jedi at the jedi temple darth vader is ordered to go to mustafar to kill off viceroy and the rest of the separatists before entering the facility to carry out his dark deed he tells r2d2 to wait outside vader uses the force to seal the doors close trapping his victims in there with him he proceeds to cut them down using his anger and rage that he's been holding on on the inside for years. He ignores their pleas for mercy. It ends with a room full of corpses and Vader's eyes are beginning to turn Sith yellow. What? So, how'd y'all feel about this this onslaught scene on, on Mustafar? I felt like you put a little emotion in there. You went a little off script with that. Uh, <laughs> Anakin be using all his built-up anger and... <laughs> Fear. I was feeling the emotion behind all of this. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell. You're going to be disappointed. I gave it a five. <laughs> what? Five out of 15. I'm sorry. What'd you guys give it? I gave it a 13. I'm. What? I'm so stuck. Like I like, I guess I like emotionally. I feel Brent. Like like emotionally, I want to give this a 13. But like, it's like it's losing points for me. Like with the method, just because so much of it happens off screen. Like we just see a couple of of like slashes and like slashes across the chest, but like really awesome style points. Like I love I'm like five style points. Like I love everything about this. Um, I just wasn't too shocked about it. And like, I ha- I'm having a hard time with method because like so much, so much of it happens off screen. If we were, if we were to see more of it, like I would probably like max this out. I, I it's a really cool emotional scene to me. I agree with you, but at the same time, I think it hooks me enough. I gave it a five for method and a three for style. That's cool. I I think seeing having them cut to like off screen, I think I would have liked to see the deaths, but I think it just makes it feel more kind of like, oh shit, like this is like this is happening. Like he's like killing all these guys, and it it just feels like a really dark tone that really gets me every time. Like mm-hmm. you, you are seeing Darth Vader emerge. I mean, I guess kind of when he killed the younglings, but like you are seeing like Darth Vader. He's born now, and I think that's cool. I think that is a turning point for Anakin, and the method being five is definitely like the the cuts. I think really elevates it for me. You're totally right about this is the birth of Vader. This is when we see his yellow eyes for the first time, mm-hmm. right? So that's where I gave it a three for style. But I gave it a one for shock and a one for method because these were 
these were easy kills. These were noob kills. And mm. I likened it to just like shooting fish in a barrel because these guys were unarmed. They had a couple of droids with them, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, homie just like walked through the room and just slashed <laughs> these guys who <laughs> who were just calling the shots in the background. You know, they're not fighters. So I, I just wasn't super impressed. I get the emotion. There was a ton of emotion to it. Mm. Ton of emotion. Yeah, I agree with you. That's not what I was ranking into it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it probably it probably like makes some of my other rankings null and void because I said, "Oh, he just slashed those guys." But I think like <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> if this was a but debate, I, I totally would have called you out. <laughs> We're just having fun here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is like the emotion of it though that really like I think that's what seals the deal other than besides the whole Palpatine like killing a couple of guys. I think this is what sets this apart from that is I'm feeling why Anakin is killing these people now. Like Palpatine like yeah, he's evil, but like I'm feeling that Anakin is becoming evil now. I know Anakin never wanted to be like this. So for me the shock is 5. I'm like this is the first time like we're seeing Anakin be a, being a cold-blooded killer. That's a really and good point, actually. Yeah, and I think the whole method being five is just, like, it plays into being a cold-blooded killer. Like, he is literally just not caring about these guys at all. So this being the birth of Vader, I think, is what makes the method of five rather than Palpatine being like, I am the Senate. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to have to hard... I'm gonna have to hard disagree on the. I know this is this is for fun. I'm gonna have to hard disagree, and this is the first time we've seen him like meaninglessly kill people. Because in episode two, he did that whole slaughter scene of the Tuscan Raiders. When yeah, he was you're right. His mom. So I feel like we've already kind of gotten a glimpse of this, and I felt like it's always been in him since that moment that he was like bound to like slaughter a group of people at some point, and. For it to be guys that he's been chasing after, right, mm-hmm. throughout this entire war, mm-hmm. I was like, this is where it comes to fruition. So it was bound to happen, but I was not, I wasn't surprised. To to be devil's advocate here, um, to, the, to the point you just made, Nate, which is a good point, I will say, like, yeah. at least in, like, the Star Wars world, the Tusken Raiders that he killed in Episode 2, like the audience is kind of left feeling like they're kind of, like, subhuman, and, like, the people in-universe, there's don't really like see them they kind of just like see them as like animals not like human beings or like beings with like a conscious and thoughts so like they're like oh he just like pad made even like blink then even like bat an eye that he like killed them but like <laughs> now like he's killing like people with like autonomy and like that are these are like generals and like people that like were like in charge of building the droid army like people that were like important and stuff so like i could i could see the difference there and like into like the argument that Brent was trying to make, but just to be devil's advocate, I was just going to like point that out. But whether that's like messed up or not, like the star Wars universe <laughs> kind of sees them as subhuman. That's a whole nother like yeah. discussion, but yeah, I was just going to point that out. Let me yeah. devil's advocate your devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> you started this. Oh, well, I guess I think I started this actually. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but I'm going to finish it. <laughs> so when we, we actually discussed this on our Mandalorian episodes where uh, the first episode of season two compared the Tusken Raiders to like Native Americans and everyone else is just like the Westerners of the United States, right? And that they're the Tusken Raiders are viewed as savages. They're not truly people. 
And so with that in mind, I feel like watching that Tuscan Raider scene, if you're viewing it from that standpoint, yeah, they are, they're savages. Sure. But if you view it from the standpoint that they are, are actually people, he really did slaughter innocent people. And we don't really know the context of what was going on between Anakin's mom. I'm not justifying the kill, but I'm saying like, <laughs> we don't know all the details. <laughs> there are animals that I slaughter them like animals. Yeah, uh, that's a w- way to make me sound like an asshole. Yeah, that, 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 that's a good point. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brent. I, I, cut, I cut you off twice. So <laughs> no, it's okay. Speak twice. Speak your mind. <laughs> I agree with both of you. Like, I think Nate's making really good points in terms of like, yeah, comparing the Tusken Raiders to like the native americans 100%. Like I don't think Anakin should have slaughtered all those people, but I understand why he did it. I think there is a point to be made that Anakin was trying to avenge his mother and he was you know, going off the deep end things like that. I still don't think it's right, but I can understand like yeah, these people killed his mother. This this whole scene speaks to me differently in terms of this is the first time we are seeing like because back then anakin i feel still had the light in him he was still kind of a jedi even though he was not doing jedi things i will 100 percent agree with you <laughs> but this is the first time we're really seeing the sith emerge in darth vader he's killing people that he's worked with you know like he's killing i don't know people close to him he is turning his back on everybody and becoming darth vader and i think for me that and this is first like big slaughter as Darth Vader. So I think for me that kind of elevates it more than definitely the Tuscan Raider scene and definitely more than the I am the Senate scene. <laughs> okay. Thank you for bringing us back to this scene, by the way. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem, man. Really good points, and I like. Uh, I kind of. I kind. Of, I, I tend to agree with Brent on this that because uh, I feel like during the the Mustafar scene. He's allowing all of his fear, anger, and hatred, all the things that the Sith draw from, to come out during this. While with the Tusken Raiders, I felt like it could have been like slightly more balanced, um, mm. like during during that slightly. But I don't actually know. But that's just my head canon. Okay. Okay. N- I've, n- I've n- spoken n- my piece. I'm I'm done. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys are tired of hearing from me. Uh, I'm totally cool with this. <laughs> no, you're good. So one last honorable mention, Anakin Skywalker, this very iconic duel between Obi-Wan and Anakin, well, Darth Vader, but we are now going to like witness the physical transformation of Anakin into Darth Vader through this fight with what happens between him and Obi-Wan. Brent, uh, I, it was your idea to, to bring <laughs> this up, so uh, I'll, I'll kind of let you take the floor on this. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, I think at this point, to obi-wan he's still anakin where he says like you were my brother anakin like to him this is anakin to anakin maybe he's obi-wan maybe he's darth vader at this point but this fight is really the transformation into obi-wan just killed anakin and palpatine took his body and revived him birthing darth vader forever like there's no way to go back to Anakin Skywalker until the very end when he sacrifices himself to Palpatine in uh, episode six. So to me, this is one of the, for one, it's the coolest fight in the entire thing because it's quotable. They're fighting on Musafar in the volcano. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. But just like that ending just sticks out to me every time where they have that 
very much a meme, but that awesome conversation. Like, I love it so much. And symbolically, I think it's an awesome death of Anakin Skywalker. And it's also like a death of a friendship, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because even though the Jedi were not supposed to have attachment, like, they were brothers. Like, they Obi-Wan cared for Anakin, and Anakin assumedly cared for Obi-Wan. So it's a very touching fight at the end that I really enjoy. I have nothing to add to that. I feel like you guys summed it up. <laughs> I think this was <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, it's it's so good. And uh, when I was watching this for, for this recording, because I watched it with my girlfriend, and she's, you know, she's not, like, as into Star Wars as I am, which is fine. And because uh, when... So, like, when Obi-Wan saw the hologram of Anakin killing the younglings, and my girlfriend went, shouldn't he be, like, way more emotional about this? And my, like, raising has always been, like, well, Jedi don't, like, aren't, like, really supposed to have, like, possessions or, like, show, like, too much emotion. So, like, this is still him kind of doing that. And then on Mustafar, when he finally defeats him, chops off all his limbs, this is when he gives that awesome emotional speech and he like breaks down and cry. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. he now allows himself to feel his emotions and just like get it all out when like, I don't think we ever see him get emotional again mm-hmm. or prior to this really, at least in the, the movies. Um, yeah. Cause he just, he just killed his attachments. Like any attachment he has a, as a Jedi, he just killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. And also just the emotional weight too, that he's holding here because I love thinking about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan carries so much emotional weight in this saga because he watched his master die in front of him. And on his mm-hmm. dying breath, he promised to raise this kid to be a Jedi. And they have formed this brotherhood, this bond together. And now he has both failed his master that he looked up to so much with mm-hmm. his dying wish. And he has failed this child that he promised to raise. He's just overwhelmed with emotion and guilt here and it's just uh it's just this ewan mcgregor kills it with that speech on mustafar yeah. mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. i could just quote it like without even trying yeah it's so great so yeah honorable mention the f- death uh, or what the, the death of this friendship and anakin skywalker into fully darth vader mm-hmm. 15 out of 15 <laughs> <laughs> agreed <laughs> Alrighty, we are on to our final death of the movie, Padme. As Vader is being reconstructed, Padme is struggling to hang on to life as she gives birth to both Luke and Leia. After naming her twins and telling Obi-Wan that she knows they're still good in Anakin, she passes away. So this one is pretty tamed compared to the rest of the movie. Uh, where, where did everyone have uh, Padme? Dude, I hate this death so much. <laughs> this is like, this is like a two. Yeah. This is like two a little bit for shock and like nothing else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if I like really hate it, but it's just kind of like she dies with a broken heart, and it's I, I get it, but it's also like oh shit she wasn't in the original trilogy like this is the most like this ending here which i don't even really hate uh how they set up where the kids go and where anakin where obi-wan goes but this is the one i don't like the most of like this is the most egregious she wasn't in the original trilogy what do we do with her and she dies of a broken heart like 
I yeah. get that it's a thing that can happen, but it's it just feels so underwhelming for someone who was like a queen to get like roped in by this Jedi, fall in love with him, have his kids, and then like as soon as he dies, she just can't hold on anymore and she dies. It just it just felt so weird to me. Yeah, I feel like it's such like a missed opportunity to like make her like a really like cool strong character in this mm-hmm. prequel trilogy. Like I wish we got more of her to feel this a little bit more. Cuz I was like more sad for like Luke and Leia to be honest. Like oh wow, like yeah. this is how like their mom dies. I was like more sad about mm-hmm. for them as opposed to like feeling for Padme. <clears throat> I I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had it I had it ranked low like numerically. But I guess in terms of um, coming from the emotional aspect of it, I felt like the whole like dying of a broken heart really wasn't like too much of a cop out, mainly because like we've seen this in like news stories in the article, like the like an elderly couple, like one of them passes away and then Mm. the partner passes within like a short time after that. It's just like they literally just can't go on without this person. just because they like were partners, uh, partners in life, and yes, it's it's sad for the children. But I had it ranked as a five, because I was actually, it was one for method, one for style, but three for shock, mainly because hmm. um, I felt like it was like pure negligence on the part of <laughs> Obi Wan and Yoda, because they're when they when they told her that she died, they're like, oh, how did she die? And he's like, oh, it was a broken heart. And it was like, no, she actually died because she was going through the stress of labor, and this motherfucker's showing her videos of her husband killing children <laughs> like what did you expect point. to happen she's under extreme stress she's giving birth to twins man she didn't even know she had twins and yeah like that's just additional stress like what do you do if your partner you're just like oh this is my husband he's killing people and <laughs> i'm already not in a good place like health wise yeah. under that yeah, lens it's it's definitely different yeah, uh, for I gave this four points: one for shock, two for method, one for style. And I, the style just came in like it's like at least she was able to like name her twins before she passed, um, mm-hmm. which I don't know. There are no rules to this podcast. <laughs> um, so for method, I was kind of thinking like depending on how you look at it, I, I've like read this theory that she didn't die of like a broken heart, but like both her life and Anakin lives were like in like the balance of like on the edge of dying and Palpatine was like able to like manipulate the force to like take her life to save Anakin. And that's why that happened. I mean, that's just like a theory I read somewhere, but I kind of like that interpretation better than what the, the Uba doctor says um, that she just gave up the will to live. I feel like that uh, what you just said is totally my headcanon now, given the context of the sequel trilogy how he was able to just like suck the life out of uh, Kylo and oh, and Ray. Yeah, so good point. Yeah. good point. Very good point. It plays. Yeah. So so it's like method death by Palpatine manipulating the Force. If you think about it that way, a little bit cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those things where, because even throughout the whole movie, Anakin only goes to the dark side because he wants to save Padme from like some vision or something. He thinks that Padme is going to die. So, like, it is tragic in some way that he had to, like, kill himself to save Padme and she still died. So, on that front, like, it definitely hits if you think about it like that. But I think how the movie presents it is just one of those, like, 
what do we do with this character? Okay, let's kill her on this operating table. Like it's <laughs> it it doesn't hit the same way within the context of what the movie's showing me at that time. Yeah, it definitely felt like, well, we got to wrap this up. We're almost at two and a half hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going through the whole list, because there was a lot of kills in here, I'll just at least say my top three, which were Mace Windu, Count Dooku, and uh, the two clones on Kashyyyk that Yoda decapitated. Those were my top three kills on here. Mace Windu being my favorite. Yeah, it's definitely like Count Dooku, Grievous, and then... Part of me wants to say the the Yoda like stabbing that guy and then, like <laughs> writing, but I, I'll say that I'll say that because I was gonna say the one <laughs> where Darth Vader like kills those people off screen, but the I'd Parson. say the Yoda the the Yoda one's funnier. Funnier. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! I had I think Dooku was unanimous number one for all of us. Uh, my number two was Mace Windu, and then my three was Stas Ali, the girl who got killed on the speeder bike, mm. swoop bike, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you are a man of taste, Nate. You never, you never disappoint to surprise me with things like that. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on to talk about Revenge of the Sith to do a kill grade with me. This was a very fun, silly episode. I hope that people listening got to enjoy this. I will be back next episode with a full-fledged horror movie. I'll be talking about Freaky, the 2020 movie of It's Fine. So much fun. Uh, Brent, can you please tell people where they can find you and your podcast? Yeah, so you can find the Uncultured Opinions podcast and the Free-to-Play podcast all on YouTube, all streaming services. Uh, Uncultured Opinions not all on YouTube yet because I get really lazy sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, streaming services uh, have you. I am on Twitter at Porkchop1864. Instagram at Brown Likes Chimichangas. Actually, that's private, so don't actually try to. I forgot <laughs> I have that on private. Uh, so, yeah. And then my podcasts have their respective Twitter accounts and stuff like that. YouTube, Porkchop118, and Twitch at Porkchop118YT. I do make video essays and I play random games. <laughs> awesome. I'll be sure to nice. put links to your podcast in the show notes if people want to go over and check out Brent and his. Uh, fun podcast and thank you very for listening if you look over in the show notes you also see links to my buy me a coffee page with some fun rewards and also a link to go and donate to the spirit of children charity uh thank you everybody for listening i'll see you guys next time thanks brennan nate this was a lot of fun thanks broker thanks broker <laughs> bye bye, bye.